strong word and say, Hey, not me. The Bible says I am blessed. The Bible says he was made poor that I may become rich. The Bible says I am not weak. The Bible says I am the head and not the tail. Go ahead and reign in life. Go ahead and move mountains. Go ahead and jump. Go ahead and win. Go and make lots of progress in life. Why? It's possible. You are listening to a podcast by Senior Pastor of Life Free Church, Prophet Gomezio Shamani. The word consolation is synonymous with comfort and encouragement. And we want to see from the light of the scriptures how we can be sons of comfort and encouragement in the kingdom of God. What's very interesting is that if you observe how kingdoms function, by nature I know we are more inclined to knowing that there is what is known as the kingdom of God. But scripture also tells us there is what is known as a domain or the kingdom of darkness which we were put out of. Now, one thing you need to understand is that for every kingdom, every kingdom needs laborers for it to expand and to grow. And I have to tell you this, for you to be put out of the kingdom of darkness, let's not even talk about you being put out. For you to be initially part of the kingdom of darkness, a laborer had to do something. You were a, we were works of people's labors. In the same way, for the kingdom of God to extend and expand, it needs laborers. That's why it's quite interesting when Jesus was teaching his disciples. He was telling them to pray that laborers are dispatched even more. In fact, he was saying the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Very interesting. Yet in his demonstration, or even in what he got to say before that, he once made a statement and he said, he said, many are caught but a few are what? Are chosen. It simply means God wants many laborers. And when he calls many laborers, out of the many, a few decide to be laborers. Or a few qualify to function in the, in, in the particular standard that a laborer should function. Concerning labor, I love to teach there are three levels of labor. And the first level is a passive laborer. The second level is an active laborer. And the third level is a productive laborer. 
you can be a passive worker a worker who has been caught in a particular place or domain to function you have the unction but you don't function you're passive then there's the active labor this one of course is active this one works but this one's goal is not productivity because activity and productivity are different the third level obviously is a productive worker this one is the one that bears fruit and I've come to observe in the kingdom I don't want to speak for the kingdom of darkness because I don't belong to it but in the kingdom of God God demands the third level of work he demands a productive worker it simply means as long as you are not functioning on the level of productivity as a laborer from the vocabulary of scripture you're not a laborer that's why the bible says there are few you can be many so as long as you are a passive worker active worker you are not considered as a laborer until you are productive praise be to god yes that's a demand in the kingdom of god it simply means when you are working your level of work should always produce fruit yes we understand you say no when they tell you come with invites you are inviting you are inviting but people are not coming one year the fact that you are still not producing fruit is not something that the kingdom should understand because you are just being active but not yet productive why the kingdom of god only demands productive efforts that's why even jesus says he that does not bear fruit i cut off you know why do you know why it cuts off it's because those that don't bear fruit make excuses why didn't you bring someone why didn't someone come why didn't you bear fruit no it's because of this no it's because i'm trying they make excuses and from the light of the scripture those that make excuses are excused that's why it says they that don't bear fruit cut off any sort that loses its saltiness is thrown away the words of jesus glory to god in fact in the parable of the talents the bible gets to show us of how a person who buried his talent made efforts to become i can say he was in the middle of a passive worker and an active worker an active worker in the sense that he made efforts to dig he was active but he was not productive and he buried his talent and became passive and the description of his labor were two things number one he was called wicked and number two he was called lazy imagine doing nothing amounting to wickedness 
Ask your neighbor, are you a laborer? If we flip the other side of the coin, I came to understand something. There is a certain deception that has been made available to quite a number of people, including believers. Do you know one of the deceptions, one of the things you can deceive someone is to make someone feel like, I'll give you an example. Imagine Deacon Samuel comes uh, and he's in class, alright? Have you noticed there are those people who behave like they don't study? But, ha, ah, 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 they are dangerous when they, they will even encourage you, move and get then you will play together when the exams come we expect beds of the same feathers to flow when the exams come he gets 90% you get 45% one had the right angle yours was acute And then you get touched. It's not fair. You also want. But you see, I've noticed there's this deception. There is a deception that many have that, to a certain degree, have underestimated the works of Satan. I'll show you something. I studied my Bible. I noticed that laziness was a description given to man, not the devil. When I when I when I was studying, I expected him to be a lazy one. Maybe what was quite deceptive is the fact that he's got the odd serpent. So we expect something that is odd to be lazy. But yet in the book of Revelation, while it unveils him being called an ancient serpent, it talks about him to be known as a great dragon. Then there is a level of work that this enemy works at that such that he wants you to feel he's doing nothing. So that when he strikes, you'll be like, hey. Amen. This is the description that was given of him in Genesis. And this description, listen, was not a description of man or a description that we want. Trust me. If I had the choice, and if I were an author of the Bible, I wouldn't want to write of him as great dragon. I would want to write Borozi. I'm telling you. But that was not my description. But what's very interesting is that in Genesis, he is described as cunning. And when you look at that word cunning, it simply means skillful. Or changeless. So, 
it's described in the enemy and you say mm, this guy no changes and he's skillful and then the one who is called lazy is man and i got to see something let me just show you a few things revelation chapter number 12 and verse 9 it's talking about the satan about about satan and the bible says so the great dragon was cast out you see that that serpent of old called devil and satan now the next part of the scripture is what's scary because the bible says who what deceives what the whole world who deceives the whole world he was cast to the earth and the angels were cast with him now the bible says this great dragon or old serpent deceives the whole world it simply means when satan has an agenda his agenda is global it's not small it's not small it's the whole world he's got a global agenda and then me i i i it was an eye opener for me i said satan has got a global agenda then me i'm just sitting ah how impact my my neighbor my neighbor someone is having a global agenda give me the stove therefore rejoice all heavens you who dwell in him but listen what it says it says woe to the inhabitants not of zambia it says of the earth and the sea for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has short time listen he understands he knows he has short time so he is working with time what about you no calendar no timing it is at your own time lord the lord is dealing with me slowly i am a work in progress work in progress 17 years while someone knows his time is short listen it simply means one of the best people who understands jesus is coming soon is this one more than many believers for some of you to know that Jesus is coming soon you need a dream first you dream everyone has disappeared then you break like, ah oh, had a dream it's like everyone disappeared i remained and then you are remaining in the dream oh my goodness so for you that dream was simply a call to repentance not a call to service by the time we get to service nishabwera mulungu udara no jesus is coming soon repent no that was your message hey men and hey men quite interesting even in his approaches i understood that the bible says and satan rose around like a rolling lion 
looking for those that he may devour. I understood, yes, there is a light where he cannot devour anyone. But I also understood that if Satan is going for a kill or an attack, he goes big. It simply means not everyone will be fought by Satan. It matters who you are. He will not waste time. I'll tell you this. Do you know when Satan decided to go for Jesus? Is when Jesus was baptized and the Holy Spirit came upon him. Then he said, let's go. <laughs> That's when he went. Let's go. Jesus says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Have you ever understood the Bible says, strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. He's not going to go for sheep. He's going to go for your shepherd. Why? He knows how to initiate a domino effect. Strike the shepherd. He knows the sheep was cut. Do you see why our flock are very clever? They pray for their pastor. Yet others don't know. They say, ah, how can I ask you how are you? I know you're always fine. Oh, uh-huh. Always fine. <laughs> Flesh and blood. <laughs> After Jesus was an, a target, Jesus says this. He tells Peter, Peter, I have given you the keys. He says, Upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Ah, then then, then Satan knows where to attack. Then Jesus comes to him, Peter, I have prayed for you. Satan wants to sift you as wheat has the audacity to sift a pillar as wheat. Or men a pillar. As wheat. He says, but don't worry, I've prayed for you that your faith may be and then notice he's not going for Bartholomew. No, anyway, we honor Bartholomew, but he's not going for Bartholomew. Yes, and some of you don't even know Bartholomew is one of the d- disciples. That, that's the same reason he will also not go for Bartholomew. Because if you strike Bartholomew, it might not shake the people. Yes. That's why you need to pray. We need to pray. We pray. Ministers, we pray for your pastor, you pray for your shepherds, your leaders. A time, there was a time years ago, I was praying for a certain man of God. The Lord just imparted it on my spirit. I was praying for a certain man of God. Father, strengthen him, strengthen him, give him strength. And I was so shocked. Immediately after I was done praying for him, the Lord opened the door and says, walk into it. You've entered a new level of the prophetic because you've honored somebody in prayer. I said, okay, I didn't ask for it. What was he doing? He was saying, I can count on you to bring preservation in my work. So you, that 
prays for your leaders it simply means God counts on you to keep him there so he will preserve you because he needs someone to stand in the gap hallelujah okay we're talking about the cunningness of the enemy and we say this guy it's like he has a global impact global global agenda such that even in revelation using his systems in revelation 13 the bible tells us that one of his agendas through the antichrist and the false prophet is so that they could influence currency such that a time will come where no one will buy and sell minus the mark do you know what that means it simply means he wants to also influence the currencies of the world Okay, maybe you're not getting this. It's very deliberate if certain currencies are attacked to become weak. Okay. Now you're not getting it. We're heading there. We're heading there. Because one, only one, will stand. Without that currency, you can't buy, you can't sell. Global agenda. Meanwhile, this one is doing a global agenda. You in your country. Government What it is We need also to come to a place where we counter attack economic attacks from the enemy where the enemy wants to shine but Azaria in her bank account she's got a lot of pounds which will not circulate in the worldly system after seeing that I said "Hmm, dear Lord I can see that he has a global impact but what about us what are we meant to do and he reminded me that every answer you want on God's original intent go back to Genesis and in Genesis chapter number 1 and verse 26 the Bible says then God said let us make man in our image according to our likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over over all <clears throat> all the earth and over everything that creeps on the earth next verse so God created man in his own image and in the image of God he created him male and female he created them verse 28 then God blessed them and God said to them be fruitful didn't end on fruitfulness the first level of starting is being fruitful but the next level of progress is not addition but multiplication it says multiply and then it says fill the earth that simply means they had a global agenda and it is easy now from such a will to see that if God has a global agenda 
Satan who copies will say, ah, then let me also fight globally. Yes. So in his cunningness, he decides to go for Adam, the representative of the whole earth. Way before Cain and Abel are born. He fights Adam before he has offspring. Because at least if Adam had offspring and Adam fell, maybe redemption could come through the offspring. But he decided to eat before offspring comes. So that everyone that is born is already born defeated. When Grace was ex- was explaining her report or her presentation, it hit me so hard how a child can be born and then be in prison. Becomes a little prisoner by default. Not sentenced, but also serving the sentence of the guardian. And that's what happened. And so that awakened me and said, "Mm -mm." then we as children of God need to start beginning to think global. We need to start thinking global. And not just on neighbor level. Neighbor level is a starting place. But we need to expand and think global. We think we think neighbor, we think institution, we think cell level, we think university level, we think district level, provincial level, and we go to the country and then we spread out. If all of us begin to think global, I want to believe the statistics will change. Because why is it that we seem very comfortable that out of 7 billion people, 2 billion are Christians? Who's winning there? 2 billion. And I love to say, even in the 2 billion, hmm, hmm, I was sure. Could ever I repent? Could ever rededication <laughs> could ever learn how to hear God and could ever he will get saved uh. now after the fall of man carrying out a dominion mandate was compromised it was difficult. That's why you will notice everyone God raised, especially in the Old Testament, would be able to express themselves in the parameters of the Jewish nation, of Israel. Not really the whole world. There was no, there was a compromise in global efforts. We didn't have the capacity 
we could only do it for Israel. Okay, uh, uh, you are a prophet to Israel, you are a servant in Israel. The rest of the world, aliens, we couldn't touch them or impact them. Yet the agenda was global. Why? There is a very key thing that we lost. Notice people saved God. Notice people were men of God. People were anointed. People did all sorts of wonders. They raised the dead. They did that. But there was a certain nature of them that caused them not to fulfill a global mandate. And I'll show you. There was a time I was praying unto the Lord. And you know, as a pastor, sometimes you can make very nice prayers. You say, Father God, may you use me mightily. Use me for any great work. Use me for power, for signs and wonders. I prayed, I pressed in the Holy Ghost. I made those prayers. And I said, Father, all I desire is to become a better servant of the Lord. That's all I desire. And immediately the Lord spoke to me. He says, I understand your desire, but why don't you ask, Father, may I become a better son of God than a better servant of God? I said, mm, That's a very strange question. I didn't have a question for the Lord, so I kept on, I didn't have a response rather for the Lord, so I kept on praying in tongues. Shake it, take it, take it. More, more, more. Now, But it still ran. How come you are not asking to become a better son? You are asking to become a better servant. And I thought to myself, but Lord, I thought the sons, those ones are for inheritance. Then, us, then servants are the ones who should carry out your kingdom. Until I understood something. The one who was given a global mandate to fill the earth was not a servant, but a son. Luke chapter 3, verse 37. I didn't start it from the first because it's the, it, this was talking about the genealogy of Jesus. And it actually starts by saying, Jesus supposedly or was seen as the son of Joseph. That's what it states. It says he was actually seen as the son of Joseph, but he is a deceiver who he was the son of. Then it goes on to all the way to Adam and it says the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalaleo, the son of Canaan, verse 38. Then it says the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Shows us this guy was a son. And he was given a global mandate as a son. That made me understood. It's way easier 
to have a son to save. Hmm. It's way easier. Why? When a son saves, in his service, it becomes a responsibility. When a servant serves in his service, it becomes a profession or a work. This simply means the difference between the labor of a son and a servant is that the servant is motivated by rewards, but the son is motivated by results. Listen, today, if my wife I can't talk about joy she hasn't yet grown if my wife cleans the kitchen it's because she wants it clean if my maid cleans the kitchen it's because she wants her salary they both clean one wants a reward one wants a result but because the maid is focused on the reward she can be cunning in her cleaning if it's if it's sweeping you just spread the, you know you blow you know you touch you're not bothered even when you're washing clothes you are not bothered. She two days, one one week. She washes two times. And you're wondering, is this warfare so that her her, her money comes quickly? Hey, you do know the pressures that are at home, po washa. So and you're wondering, I bought this shirt. Two weeks ago, yeah, Jujuka. When, when someone who wants the result does it, the washing will be gentle. Will be, that's why. Have you noticed? Those that make those clothes bleached a lot are not the ones who want the result. Are the ones who just want money. Present. Shirt here, jujuka. White shirt here, kala namakala as manjit. It's, it's looking like a rainbow. I'm like, ah, what is this? So ideally, servanthood, from the light of the scriptures, was meant to be born from sonship. Servanthood was meant to be born from sonship. show you. That's why when man in the Old Testament was just acting as a servant, he struggled a lot. There was struggle. But in the new dispensation before him, before 
you even walk in servanthood the bible says as many as received him to them he gave them the right to become children of god so they first become children of god and then he says wait on the spirit you shall you shall you, you shall receive power after which the spirit comes upon you then you shall be my witnesses now to show you something very interesting when jesus came on earth we love to describe him as a great servant servant but once he was 12 years old he said something peculiar he was found in the 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 the, the, the temple courts and they asked him what are you doing in church and jesus says didn't you know i am about my father's business he understood as a son where he needed to be and where he needed to serve he understood it is from sonship that servanthood was born ah wow i don't want to make doctrine hello i'm not making any doctrine but i'll tell you from experience from experience when i'm discussing with the lord the lord has never called me prophet he has taught me i am a prophet but when he's talking to me he says son 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 go okay son son an angel has called me prophet the times angels used to bother me i'm walking prophet i'm looking there's no one <laughs> prophet and I'm like come on <laughs> you know but but with regards like I said I'm not making doctrine I'm talking about, I'm talking about my relational experience he usually calls me son son and then I grew to a place of understanding that servanthood is born from sonship when Jesus in Luke chapter number 3 was baptized the bible 3 verse 22 the bible says the spirit of the lord came upon him like the form of a dove listen what was the spirit of god coming upon him the, he says the spirit of the lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach the good news to do this isn't that the work of the servant but when he was being baptized the bible says and the holy spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him and a voice came from heaven which says you are my beloved son not servant he says you are my beloved son i wish he said servant but he says you are my beloved son and he says in you i am well pleased wow wow somebody say whoa <laughs> whoa you know what's so beautiful how does god this is how this is this is how you you need to understand something god 
is calling him beloved when Jesus has not started ministry. God is calling him, I am pleased with you when Jesus has not even died on the cross. Life is church. I'm pleased with you. <laughs> yes. It is not the efforts that initiated the love of God. Neither is it the sacrifice that initiated or rather caused him to be pleased. No, he was pleased and he loved God. And I, I mean, and he loved his son. And Jesus says, wow, I'm going to do the work of my father. My daddy, my daddy. Hallelujah. But what's very interesting is that Servanthood is really birthed from sonship. It simply means there is a place that we need to reach to grow in maturity so that we can become servants by responsibility and because we are sons. At the moment, my daughter Joy she can't wash plates. She can't sweep the house. But when she matures and grows, one day she will ask and say, Daddy, what can I cook for you today? Right now, the best she can do is say, Daddy, what have you brought for me? It simply means sonship is a place of maturity. Hello? Sonship is a place of maturity. Perhaps that is one of the reasons why the writers have a way to say child of God and also have a way to bring the context of son of God. John 1 12. John chapter 1 verse 12. But as many as received him, receiving who? That's Jesus. To them he gave them the right to become children. Children of God To those who believe in his name Right But in Isaiah chapter number 9 Verse 6 I want us to see something hmm. I want us to see something It says for unto us A child is born But then it goes on to say Unto us a son is given Why is there a distinction Between a child and a son It says, unto us a child is born. And unto us a son is given. It simply means a child. Yes, 
by default I'm able to call Joy my daughter but ideally she's my child she's my baby when she grows into maturity I lean towards calling her my daughter than my child or my baby so in maturity we, we mature towards sonship when you get born again you become a child of God yes you are a daughter and son of God but you become you are like a baby and you need to get to a place where you mature to sonship that's why Romans chapter 8 and verse 14 says this as many are led by the spirit of God these are not the children of God you get, you get a title when you are led you get the title of sonship because listen are all children of God led by the spirit of God it's not all children of God that follow what God says why they are still children so those they don't have to be late they have to be fed they have to be dragged they have to be they have to tell, come to church are you coming this sunday you will know who you are are you coming no next week okay no problem uh, no problem but there are certain people who will ask kuela are you coming to church no uh, i have to go away if i don't see you you know how you talk to a son and a child. Another one, are you coming? I, I, I'm, I'm busy. I'll come after four weeks. I've got exams. Don't worry, you'll find us. We're waiting for you. All the best and all the grace. All the best because you need it. And all the grace because you need it. <laughs> Otherwise, we're waiting for you. Oh, child of God. Yes. Even when you're coming to church, you come at 11 hours as a child of God. Hi! You made it! Thank you for coming. Deacon Sam comes at 8.30. Poragon. What is this? Son of God. Amen and amen. Yes, that's why now the Bible says as many are led by the Spirit of God. These ones are the sons of God. Can I shock you with another one? Verse 19 shows you something. This same scripture. Verse 19. For the earnest expectation of creating creation eagerly awaits for the revealing or the manifestations of the sons of God. It's not children who manifest, it's sons. You see why we say you have to grow, you have to grow, you have to grow. Because only sons manifest. Ask your neighbor, are you a son or under the sun? <laughs> oh, yeah, just under the sun. As children of God. <laughs> yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, are you under the sun or just... Ah. Praise be to God. That's why, now remember, we're talking about a global mandate or a global vision. But this one has to be carried out by sons. Adam was already a son of God. <laughs> Jesus was already a son of God. Not a child. Not child. Yes, unto us a child was born, but a son was given. That, that son that was given, that's what, who manifested? It's the son. The child only received what? Gifts, God, frankincense, and men. A child is a recipient. So sometimes how you want to know yourself is in if we it's not a problem. We don't mind. Listen, I have no problem with giving joy whatever she wants, whenever she asks for it. She will say, Daddy, Coco, Coco Melon. She wants to watch Coco Melon. I'll give it to her. I have no problem. I'll i it's a delight actually. Alright? But there's a place where someone can be praying and say, Father, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. But when they start growing, so, Father, what can I do for you? They're like, Father, what can I do to, for you? Now, what's very interesting, ah, my goodness, is if we can get to a place where we grow, more and more in maturity and have the work of God taking it as our responsibility then we are ready for global manifestation that's why have you noticed when Jesus was rebuking the Pharisees the Pharisees taught themselves that as we are sons of Abraham But Jesus says, you are actually sons of the devil. You are actually sons of the devil because you are fulfilling his mandate. You are manifesting under his domain. Why? Sons manifest. Yes. Sons manifest. Son. Yeah, son. They even give you they even give you title, princess, queen. No, I'm a queen. Everyone, everyone is a queen. Huh? Why? They manifest. And have you noticed? If they don't carry out their work, they're not taught it is well, it is shiny. They are, they are punished. No, if you think about it, I don't want us to be inspired by the kingdom of darkness or learn their work ethics. But how is it that they are working more than us? Why are witches attacking you at midnight? You are sleeping. Why are they working from zero to, to zero five? You, they tell you, let's gather at midnight to pray. Wazimia no zimia fun. We understand. It's okay, child of God. It's okay. It's okay. Huh? You're tired, rest. Us who, us who have, uh, you know. <laughs> it's 
see you next Friday at midnight. <laughs> Amen, sons of God. Ah. Yeah. All right. Now, there are a few marks of sons that I want us to discuss, then we close. Number one, sons are productive. They are productive, meaning they don't permit or allow waste. No wasting. They don't allow waste. They are very productive. It's a mark of a son. It's a mark of maturity. When you study Luke chapter number 15, verse 11, going all the way to about 31, you study an account which is known as the parable of the prodigal son. But I've, I've come to understand that in Galatians, the Bible says, as long as the heir is a child, he is not different from a slave. It did not say when he is a child. It says as long as. It simply means you can, you can remain a child. So when it talks about the prodigal son, from a context of grammar, it is okay to call that person a son. But really, that one was a child. He remained a child. Now, in the, in the parable of the prodigal son or the lost son, the Bible shows us there were two sons. Two sons. And both of them worked under the father. One of them said, give me my inheritance. I want it. And he got the inheritance and the Bible says he wasted it on the world and everything else. Until everything depleted. Now you see, that is one mark of a child. One mark of a child is that they waste resources. They waste resources. Sense of God. Look at my wrist. I don't have a wristwatch now. All my watches were spoiled by my daughter. All of them. When I say all of them, I had a pairs of watches why when she sees I don't know what she wants it will enter it will, it will enter the mouth it will be broken it will, like they have children are wasteful and yeah if joy breaks that it's not like she's being evil it's just she's still a child she's, she's a child that's why, that's why we, we are understanding you that you sleep at midnight. We're not... It's okay. Amen and amen. But we need to begot you as sons. We need to, we, it needs to be said, today I have begotten you as my son. Amen and amen. Yeah. So, that's how children are. They're always full. So, in the same way, people able to waste resources you will notice one of the things that man was given for global impact number one he was given the blessing and number two he was given resources in the garden are all resources he needed for filling the earth there were the trees there were the this there was this so meaning there was something that was placed in him and something that was placed around him 
children of God can acknowledge what is in them but destroy what is around them sons both acknowledge what is in them and what is around them what am I saying how you use your money matters those are resources those are resources there is no problem yes the Bible tells you when you get something there is what is for bread and what is for seed but a child does not know what's the difference between bread and seed because they put everything in their mouth you need to understand your belly is not ground for seed notice uh-huh, children the seed it, the way it the way it ended is the way it will come out why seed was not meant to be eaten hallelujah yes was not meant to be eaten so here you are you've gotten paid five pin and then you say I want an iPhone Pro Max 14 <laughs> and then Jeremiah says don't worry we give in installments <laughs> hey! and the child in you We'll be so excited. Wow. It's doming. How much can I pay, Mr. Jim? Yeah, I'm gonna check a five pin. I said, uh uh. I've got a testimony. I've just met my first installment. Mm-hmm. As a child. After you use that same five pin to make your first installment, then you start borrowing money for transport to go for work. Broski, I'm asking for something, something. Eh? The Bible says, be a brother's keeper. Hmm. Child's play. Amen and amen. They are wasteful. They are unable to deal. Okay. This one, let me do this, this one, let me do that let me keep this one for the family, let me give this to the brother, they are unable to apportion they are unable to apportion, let this go towards this, let this go towards that they are wasteful with their resources Hmm. tell your neighbor, don't be wasteful Ask them, what are you doing with your resources? It is with your resources that you should use to fill the earth, not fill your stomachs. That was all said. Adam filled the earth. You know why they fell? They started to fill their stomachs. The Bible says they ate of the tree. They filled their stomach and lost everything around them.
Imagine you're being like Ben or Ken. <laughs> the sugar daddy in the play. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> when the famine comes, you also say, Whoa. <laughs> what completely humbled the prodigal child what completely humbled the prodigal child is that after he lost everything then the famine came listen a famine always comes a famine only always comes and I want to challenge you there is a man who sought in a famine and ripped a hundredfold. This man was a son. His name was Isaac. But do you know one thing? If you look at it, at the other side of the coin, why others did not sow, or rather why others did not have a hundredfold, or did not reap everything, is because they didn't have seed. They ate all the seed. The one who kept the seed sword. What do you... <laughs> Praise be to God. Then later on, we know the story, the guy goes back home and the father... Uh, makes a cow for him, kills a cow for him, and you know, he's restored back to the family. But the father makes a very remarking statement. He says, my son was dead, but now he's alive. Attributing how a certain kind of living is equivalent to death. And he comes back to the father. And he's rewarded. He is beautified. Meanwhile, there is one of the sons who remained. He complains and says, How come me, I work for you all the time? You've never killed for me, even a small goat. This one was another problem. You know what problem he had? The problem he had The father said, Son, not servant, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. He didn't understand the blessing of sonship. That what the father has is mine. So he lived like a servant. You see? Do you see why some people complain in an avilega? I'm, I'm leaving this department. No one appreciates me. No one appreciates me. No one tells me uh, I'm doing a good work. No one does this, 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 this. Ah, ah. Yet the work you are doing is for your father. Why? 
Are you running out? You are a servant, not a son. That's the problem with this other one. But you see, when the father said, all that I have is yours, it simply means, as a son, you are divinely advantaged by default. Everything that God the father has is yours. You can utilize, you can access so a son is productive. Number two, a son is driven by love. The fuel of sonship that gives birth to servanthood is love. You do things because you love the Lord. Listen. Today is partnership Sunday. I don't want to teach you to become a scammer. Give your sacrificial seat. And the Lord will bless you mightily. I always tell you investment in the kingdom of God is not like bola bit. Listen, if you are to give, it's because you just love to see the result. Because some people, when they are coming with their seat, in their mind is their next level. When they forget that the stepping stone to your, to your next level is not your seed, but your access in sonship. <laughs> it's not your seed. It's because you're, you're, a, you're a son by default. Why should God give you a job because you're sowing a seed? It's your father. Should I take Joy to school because she's washing my plates? Should I? Because she's washed my plates. Oh, now I will take you to school. No. You are with me all the time and all that I have is yours. That's the revelation. So when you demonstrate, you are only showing love. You are showing love. A son is driven by love. And that's why in, 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 in Acts chapter number 4 and verse 32. Acts 4 verse 32. The Bible says, Now the multitude of those who believed were one. This was the early church. They were one heart and one soul these guys, they were united, bound or held together by the love of Christ. It says they were one heart and one soul. It says neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own. They didn't say it in each anger. It was a guirago. No. 
It says, but they had all things in common. Next verse. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. Next verse. Nor was there anyone among them who lacked for all who were possessors of lands, houses, sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold. Next verse. And they laid them at the apostles' feet and they distributed to each one who had need. Wow. Next verse. And Joseph, who was named Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated as son of encouragement or son of consolation, what did Joseph do? The Bible says a Levite of the country of Cyprus. Next verse. Having land, he sowed it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. He sowed land and brought it. This money that I'm releasing is for the agenda of God for global impact his name was Joseph but because of what he gave they called him Barnabas because they were comforted by his giving they said "Mm -mm, sir your giving is a sermon I'm sorry we are encouraged do you know how far this will go do you know how we are encouraged it's not easy listen he was not asked to sell his land he was driven by love to do it he was driven by love and it became an encouragement when he became a son of encouragement when they saw that he was selling he sold his land other people started saying ish think let me do so let me also do so let me also do so so while they are seeing that other sons of encouragement are being born and it's spreading but then there's a problem in chapter 5 other sons are born these ones are also selling land but their motive is not to push the agenda of God those ones are Ananias and Sapphira they they also see what is happening they are giving but their motive is wrong and do you know what Jesus the Lord did with them he killed them he says I don't want that motive do you know what that could tell us? God doesn't want you to come sponsoring his kingdom with a lot of mindset. He would rather you keep your money. No, I'm going to give so that they are my house, may, so that they may be a blessing that will follow me. It's not a business deal with the Lord. 
It should be, I will love you, Lord, my strength. And I will love you, Lord, my shield. And I will love you, Lord, my rock, forever all my days. I will love you, Lord, forever all my days. I will love you, Lord. They're driven by love. If they give, they're thinking. Listen, this is a habit that I've, I've deliberately trained myself. Me, when I'm giving... I'm thinking how many buses are going to be provided for. I'm thinking of how many people will occupy those seats. I'm thinking of how equipment will be bought to allow us to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth. That's how I give. That's how I give. That's how I give. I even know that I'll keep it for this cause. And listen, we don't necessarily give because we are giving from abundance. We give deliberate. It's where it's where our heart is. Some people would rather pay a lot of money to go to comedy shows. Yet somebody will release a book for you. You will not even buy. Have you ever read that book? Oh, you wrote a book. (laughs) Where it has to do with pushing the work of God? Why? There is a demand for a mindset to shift to sonship because we know Satan is working on a global level. He knows his time is short and he knows that Jesus is coming. And we should be more wiser. He knows that. Right while we are talking about sons, I want to tell you something. When Jesus was presented before Pilate, many people wanted him to be crucified. But have you noticed there was a presentation they offered someone else? They said, There is somebody who we have would you have that criminal set free or would you have Jesus set free and that criminal was known as Barabbas and everyone was saying free Barabbas 
in Matthew Barabbas was described as a notorious criminal he was described as a rebel and he was described as what a murderer rebel murderer notorious criminal i want you to take note of this and everyone said free barabbas deal away with jesus do you know both of these are significant or rather signify sons that function and I'll show you the word barabbas ba means son that's why when we're talking about barnabas that ba means son now in barabbas it has two words it has got ba and it has got abba So when you say Barabbas you are saying son of the father. Yet Jesus had the name of savior. Now listen. Barabbas is called son of the father. But the question is who really was the true son of the father? between Barabbas and Jesus Barabbas is a representation of title Jesus is a representation of function Some people are Barabbases they have the name son of the house but they carry the traits of Barabbas how they are rebels in the church they are murderers by killing the work of god they will tell themselves things i am a child of god but they are sons by title jesus does not jesus in his word in his name which means savior he doesn't even need that title the function is enough and truly he was the real son of god saints i came to tell you about sons that need to mature from childhood but i also came to tell you while you are a son what kind of son are you are you a son by function or a son by title You ought to be careful what you are just identifying yourself with. Because if you just identify yourself as a son by title, you might end up becoming like Barabbas. And people will applaud you. When the church I eh in mind ah but you went on and they will applaud you. But what are you doing in the kingdom? It's a burden. A very big one. A very big one. Lastly, sons are focused. You can add it with my other last point. Sons are cultured. 
how are suns forecast they know it is a global agenda they know that nothing that will ever happen to me will dissipate my confidence and my commitment to god no pressure nothing they are well forecast they understand listen when you're forecast you also appreciate order hmm. acts 1 verse 8 i want to show you order today i want you to understand order some of you don't understand order in the kingdom yet god demands for it But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Samaria, Judea and all to the end of the earth. You need to understand that God first taught the disciples not to leave Jerusalem. Jerusalem was their home. Then he taught them the power of the Spirit will come. and you be my witnesses now it says you be my witnesses to me in jerusalem judea samaria and to the ends of the earth this is the order that people forget they forget that manifestation should start in jerusalem your jerusalem is your home your jerusalem is where you are serving now then you go to judea then you go to samaria then you go to the ends of the earth it is an error to go to the ends of the earth while your jerusalem is is not experiencing your ministration it's out of order it's out of order You are serving elsewhere. I've been invited to Botswana. You don't serve in your church. Out of order. Out of order. Out of order. If you are not touching Jerusalem, you are not qualified for Samaria. Neither are you qualified for for Judea and the ends of the earth. If you find yourself in the ends of the earth, congratulations, you sent yourself. That's why Jesus said don't move. If if he wanted it, he would have told them. Feel free. The spirit of the Lord will come. He says don't move. Tarry in Jerusalem. But Jerusalem was not just a place of tarrying. It was a place of first manifestation. Yes. order and then sometimes you end up saying ah oh, but i'm doing the work of god the work of god requires order glory to god this is where focus comes in because while you are at jerusalem you are all built in a matter of time don't worry you will spread out all of you 
That's why when we see Bena Philip, Bena Stephan, they started to spread out, but it started in Jerusalem. Glory to God. What are you doing in Jerusalem now? Ask your neighbor that. Now that I've taught this, I have the right to shout and rebuke if I see you in in Samaria. It's okay if Jerusalem is meeting 120. It's okay. That's where they receive the Holy Spirit. It's okay than you wanting to go to the ends of the earth where there are billions and they are leaving the work in Jerusalem. You cannot do that. It is from there. That's why, have you noticed? In Acts 13, verse 1, while they are together, then the Holy Spirit says, separate for me Paul and Barnabas for the work which I've got them. Separation needs you to be in a place where you need to be sent. Not to just go. Because if you just do that, you know who you are. Barabbas. You are a son that rebels. Glory to God. And lastly, I said they are cultured. Luke chapter 8 verse 3. Luke 8 and verse 3. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa. Eh? <laughs> Herod Stewart and Susanna and many others provided for him from his substance. These, by the way, this is talking about how they, this was partnership. This was partnership towards the ministry of Jesus. Very interesting. Ah, Jesus is indeed the Son of God. Shouldn't God provide thee? Eh? Shouldn't all the money come out from the fishy? I mean, if all the money is coming out from the fish, then the fish has to change its appetite and start eating money. Yes, but money is not come out from the fish's mouth. In fact, the money that comes from the fish's mouth is not for the work of God, it's for paying Caesar. For the work of God, it should come from your pocket. You know why it should you know why man it's it's easy for manna should fall from heaven but money should come from your pockets? You know why? It's so that when you release it, it show it should show value. It should show that it's it's a demonstration of love and quality. Now the Bible says Joanna, Susanna, and I like it that even though it talks about Joanna and Susanna, it did not end there. Listen, since it says and Many others. Many. Do you know what that means? It means partnership was a culture. 
into many. When it says many shall fall, you know it's many. When it says many others gave, then you know it's many. Many a lot. If it's not, this is these are these are these are terminologies that are close to almost describing almost everyone participated. Give it to me in the amplified. I want to show you something. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's household manager, and Susanna, and many others who ministered to and provided for him out of their property and personal belongings. Have you noticed what it says? It says these guys provided from their personal stuff, from their own substance. It was nothing mysterious. Not that no, something just happened and then money appeared. No, it was from their own things. It shows that they had the culture to give. Other versions say they did so as their custom. It was their custom to do so. It was a culture. I think God, this is our, is it second or third year doing partnership? Third? Okay. You know there are, you know the times you discuss with other believers and maybe you ask you know, you know where we come from we do partnership and this is how we would raise money in a day or whatsoever. When you discuss with other people they'll be like, yeah? Serious? Ah, oh, he said, he said, You know what that has become? It's a culture. It's a culture. When they look at people like you, we are mostly youthful. But how are you raising a 50,000 in one day? It's a culture. It's culture that sons have decided to adopt and demonstrate in love. Saints of God, I came to speak to you today. To get back to your genesis. To understand why you are here. To understand that it's time for manifestation. To understand that there's, there's no much time. There's really no much time. At least if you cannot descend the time, listen to those who've dis- who are descending the time. At least if you are unable to see that the last days are here, listen to those who are sounding the trumpets in the last days. short what we've been focusing on on personal developments and whatsoever listen if you're improving your value as you are improving your value listen if I'm thinking about being a doctor don't think about it because maybe doctors get paid a lot think about it 
because of the lives you want to save because god looks at their heart so you find there are some people because of their motive they get their paper but they can't find a job qualified they can't find a job why for them their motive is money but god sees the need to put someone who wants to save he seen the need I'd rather I put someone who loves people so that people can be delivered and safe rather than having someone who just wants money to build their personal empires. Do you know what that means? God fights kingdoms. And if you are raising your own little kingdom and you're one of his enemies. Don't raise your own little kingdom. And history has shown us every kingdom that was built outside God had an origin. It had an expansion but always had a decline. Talk about Undi talk about kazembe talk about whatever kingdom no matter how much they rose they had a decline why in their rising they are rising every rising outside god is not meant for your development every rising outside god is meant for an impact for the four only hurts when you go high that's why satan lifts that's the only reason satan will lift is so that when you jump you will feel it if i were to fall from here it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt me a lot if i were to fall from the roof may your soul rest big big cause has impact We ought to become like the sons of Isaka who understand the times and the seasons that this is a time where we begin to push the agenda of God Ah I'm telling you Look at how many agendas are being pushed in movies they don't even need to give you Five minutes of a bad clip they only need to give you two minutes or one minute they are now introducing gay characters your superman now is gay your shani is like they they'll bring for you this there's an agenda that they are pushing very global i now can't marvel at marvel I can't. Now we're even failing to watch movies. Cartoons. Are teaching people say dada and say dada. What? I thought from dada they should be mama. Why are you saying dada and dada? And you'll be shocked now little children and I know. I know raised up. Do you know why it's also attacking the little ones? 
you have to start from there because they are growing into sons but the system that raises them determines the kind of sons they become it's a global agenda where witchcraft will become normal where listen in our own country a country that is a christian nation we had people much for these gay things on a sunday not even on tuesday what a mock to the church on a sunday you are praising god they are marching hey it simply means we radical believers should arise and start say if you don't stop that nonsense in seven days judgment will come it's an agenda to get money you have to accept certain cultures no no but for us we will not be quiet we will not just disagree on facebook we will use our resources and spread the word of christ we will post those devotions we will sponsor the work of god we will do all things necessary but this can only be done by sons and sons alone this is not a message that should only help you towards partnership sunday it's a message that you should carry constantly that i need to have global influence global that's how i should work Let's start thinking even though in our numbers let's start thinking of touching billions of people. That's how we should start thinking. Let's start thinking that way. Let's begin to look at certain amounts not as big. Imagine we say guys we need to do a conference it only costs 150,000 kwacha. Hey, 150 Why are you seeing it in your own capacity when we are a team? 150,000 kwacha. We are a team. Hey, let's raise about 1,000 kwacha or 100 kwacha. Just 100 kwacha so that we can give this. Right now we're talking about raising 3,000 kwacha for the prison. It's not 3000 kwacha. It's not even $500. As I was telling the treasurer, one day we should have partnership Sunday for in dollars. So that we know what we are pledging. How much is your pledge in dollars? The what's the rate? Uh, 18? I can convert in dollars. How much is your pledge in dollars? 
So I didn't like, eh. Awe. Ikaripofika dola ziri ma cents. <laughs> Two cents. You know, I was so happy when I looked at my pledge eh? for partnership Sunday. And I said, ah, okay, at least now Nyameme is on. I converted it to dollars. I said, Lord, bless me. <laughs> bless me. Ah, at least we should, we should, if we're going to give in dollars, eh? it should reach at least three digits eh? or three or four, or four digits. Four digits eh? in dollars. Eh? In Kwacha, four digits, you say, hey, oh, that's over 1,000. Eh? That's over 1,000. But if you're giving in dollars, eh? ah, no, may the Lord bless us. Ah, seriously. May He financially overwhelm us in, with finances. Yeah. So if Bakete comes and says, I want to give $10,000, Mwambosakila calculator, exchange rate. Like, wow, $10,000, oh, that's encouraging. They'll call you a son of consolation, son of encouragement. Amen and amen. Yes, it simply means when we are expressing, what our expression in giving and in service it should encourage someone, at least. Let it be encouraging. Until we get to the place of encouragement, we still have work to do. Yeah, even God wants to be encouraged. That's why, that's why he wanted Isaac, not Ishmael. You will not encourage him with Ishmael. He's not encouraged. We want to ask Cain what he gave unto the Lord. For his offering to be refused. Why was Abel's offering accepted? God was encouraged by Solomon's offering that he came down from heaven and visited him. He didn't wait for the morning time. He visited him. He said, mm, You offering, I can't wait for the morning time. So I'll visit him in his dream. I'm sorry. And he says, Solomon, what do you want? Why are you encouraging me with these offerings? And God and Solomon says, No, I just give because I want wisdom. And then God is encouraged. You want wisdom? I thought you wanted money. Anyway, I'll give you money and wisdom. That's why he was the richest man. Amen and amen. I just don't know what he did with his wisdom. Just changed when choosing, choosing, choosing who to be with. wisdom. That's why. Yes. Do you know in the book of Ecclesiastes? That's why I'm even praying. We even had prayers from Friday for financial breakthrough. Do you know in the book of Ecclesiastes, the Bible says wisdom is a strength, but the wisdom of a poor man is despised. It says wisdom is like strength. Nimpamvu wisdom. But the wisdom of a poor man is despised. This is poor. And you want to say, let me guide you. You're making noise. 
It simply means the foolishness of a rich man is accepted. Yes. That's why it takes a rich man to govern African nations. Oh. Maybe if you don't have money for registration, you can't. <laughs> That's why they had been despising a man who would carry a piggy bank. He wanted to be a president. He's despised. That's it, the wisdom. The But we pray in the name of Jesus, you shall all be financially blessed. Now let's rise to our feet.